What's going on, geeks? You're listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Get Zooks C3 week! Woohoo! Don't know what that was, but Shelly Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <Okay>. All right. <laughs> hype train! Hype, no stops on the hype train. <laughs> I'm going to drink some more Red Bull, apparently. Uh, this is what needs to be done here. <laughs> I've not had enough caffeine. <laughs> How are you guys? Doing great. I'm still on vacation, but today's my last day, so... Nice. Uh, see, my vacation just started, well, kind of, because I got back from school last week, and I'm mm-hmm. on summer break, and holla. So. Home sweet home. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I, I had uh, my anniversary at work just ticked over, and uh, my, my buddies came in from out of town, and so I immediately took three days off work, <laughs> like, vacation renewed, boss, I need three <laughs> days of that yeah. <laughs> off, so... Uh, I'll have to work Thursday, Friday of this week, and then the vacation, the the weekend is back. So that'll be good. Awesome. But it's been fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. What What have you guys been geeking out about? I know we're gonna be talking about E3 in a little while. Um, so besides E3, a blessed Zelda, because I'm super stoked about Zelda. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. Well, like I said, I, I'm I've been on vacation. My buddy's been in town, so we've been playing a lot of Overwatch. We all kind of. Hooked up all our systems across the house and played Overwatch. Um, they played Ark a little bit. That's a game they've been into for months. Had something catastrophic happen. Like, I went to take a shower. These guys have been playing, you know, like six hours of Ark a night for the last eight months or whatever. I come back and they're like, we're done with Ark. It's like, um, well, why? Like, well, we took two weeks to build the stuff for a rocket launcher. We were on the back of a bird that it took us four days to tame, and we accidentally blew its head off and destroyed everything that we had with us. So, <laughs> oh, geez. We're done. I was like, well, okay, cool. I guess you can move back to other stuff now. Um, I finished video games. You, that story makes no sense in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> I was riding a giant... Bird and blew its Tried head off. Tried to build a rocket launcher, caught a giant bird, lost everything. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Um, I also finished Uncharted Four this week. Okay. Oh man, um, LJ's <laughs> review of Uncharted Four is up on the site, and uh, I saw his score. I've not had a chance to read the review itself yet, but I saw his score, and I'm pretty dang close to agreeing with him. It is a phenomenal game. Uh, and and a very justified, like a very well done send off for the franchise, if they want to, if they want to finish it right there. Nice. Um, so mm-hmm. that was that was a lot of fun. I streamed that entire playthrough over the last couple weeks over on Rochester Fury Gaming, and uh, been playing Steam World Heist. Yeah. The game came out on the PlayStation Four and Xbox One. It's been out on 3DS. LJ also. Wrote that up uh, on the website as well um, when he played it for 3DS. And that is a really good game. Um, fun mechanics, vibrant world. And and it's definitely something I think it, it's worth checking out if you like tactical games. Okay. So And it's family friendly. Totally family friendly. No blood, no guts, no cussing, nothing. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So. Nice. Uh, on top of that, we finished. My brother and I finished *Peaky Blinders* season three. Um, last week, I had said there was no lewd content in it, and at that point, there wasn't. <laughs> but there is on the latter half of the season. Um, we fast forwarded through several scenes that were downright grotesque. Okay. So, if you are going to watch that, know that that content is there. Okay. Um, but that's that's it for me for the week. What about you, Shelly? Um, I have, well, because I'm home now, and I have time and not guilt to play video games. Um, and I've been, well, my birthday is uh, July 5th, so it's kind of coming up. And the big thing I want is Fire Emblem uh, Fate's Birthright. I mean, I do want Conquest as well, so I can get the last DLC, but I'm going to only ask for one game, <laughs> because getting two sure. games, technically three, is way too much money. Um, at the moment, so I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna play Birthright first, and then I'll get Conquest later. Um, You're but... really into Fire Emblem right now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've been playing through Fire Emblem Awakening. I started a new game up, 
and I'm already like halfway through, well, halfway-ish through the game. I've been trying to do the thing where, because if you don't know, um, like you can, ha- you, you have like kids in the game, and with yeah. who you marry, your, your last skill will get passed on to the kid. So you can like do all these crazy things to get the best skills for these kids so these kids become like OP. I've been okay. kind of trying to do that. It requires so that much grinding, though. Great grade. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it I've requires seen, so much grinding. I'll uh, say, I've seen other strategy games that do that sort of thing. Where was it? Agarest Wars, I think, is a kind of a tactical game where you marry and have kids and build your f- army that way too. You think of yeah. like how inhumane Pokemon is, where you're like literally eating <laughs> yeah. and throwing out all the Pokemon that aren't what you want <laughs> until you get the perfect yeah. Pokemon. I mean, it's it's not quite like that because you aren't throwing out kids. It's just you wait until. <laughs> Sorry, Togepi. I don't love you anymore. It's, it's just um, you get the level to um, recruit them. You have it available to you, but until you get the skills you want, you don't do the level because you want to make sure you know it's all done. So you just grind up until you're ready to go get it. Um, so I've just been doing lots of that and. Oh, man. I'm super excited for Birthright. Awakening is so good. I need to uh, go back and play, like, the original Fire Emblem games. I know, but whatever. So, the new ones give you the option of not having permanent loss if you die, right? Right. The first two times I played... The originals don't. Yeah. Yeah. The first two times I played through Awakening, I had it so I don't have permadeath, but what, what I'm playing through now does have permadeath. So every time one of my characters die, I just have to reset. I'm like, dang it, I was so close. Like, I was that close to the boss, or whatever. Um, But yeah, the originals, you don't have a choice at all. If Um, you're playing with permadeath, why are you resetting? Except the consequences of your actions. No! Never. I'm taking advantage of that I'll turn it on, but I'll work completely around it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) No, but I actually kind of like, you know, going through something and then seeing where I made a mistake and then going through it again better and, like, seeing different ways to approach a challenge. I think it's kind of fun. But, yeah, um, I know I won't get that option if I were to go back to the originals. Okay. Uh, But, yeah, I told myself I've been playing through Dragon Age Origins this summer so I can play through Dragon Age 2 so I can play through Inquisition. But I haven't even, like, finished uh, Origins yet, so I got to get on that. Uh, Speaking of that, I I will say this real quick. I bought on the PlayStation Virtual Store, Cody, if you're interested, this is the time to pop. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition is currently for sale. uh, Currently for sale on the PlayStation Store for $6 digitally. Do it. Oh, get it. Oh, my gosh. $6. Oh, my gosh. So if you're going to get a big RPG. Six dollars is a pretty good way to go. That's like yeah. All right, fair enough. I'll I'll pick it up. We got it on. Uh, we used to have GameFly, and okay. we grabbed it. We never played it, um, but I had like all the updates still on my PS4, I believe. Nice. Like, so, for six bucks, you can afford to let it sit and rest for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> That's two cups I, of coffee. I have nothing to play right now, so it'd be a good time to do it. I've there been playing go. Rocket League kind of constantly. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. that's that's kind of what I've been geeking out about. Just way too much Fire Emblem, um, but eh, cool. it's fine. <laughs> what about you, Cody? What have you been into? Uh, I have been continuing to watch Preacher. I watched that last episode, um, kind of on the heresy update. <laughs> um, I, as I had said before, like I wasn't offended by anything thus far. Um, the angels in this are stooges and we'll see how that plays out a little bit more um and if they're like just how stoogy they are but right now they're stooges and that's really annoying um i'll see if i continue to watch or not i think i might finish out the season um before forming a full opinion but it really depends on how far off the deep end they go um because so far they've been running the line really well and i've been like um, okay with it at least, and it's been a good story. It's really cool. The great acting. Um, the guy that plays Howard Stark in Agent Carter is uh, the preacher, oh, and he does a okay. really good job. Um, so been watching that, and I have been watching. Haven't gotten through it all yet, but Voltron on Netflix. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, 
and it is amazing. I've heard pretty good stuff about it so far. If you like Legend of Korra, you're going to love it. Um, Same art style, kind of similar humor. Um, It's all really funny. And I'm I'm getting really into voice actors lately. I've been watching a lot of anime, and I'm realizing how small the uh, voice acting pool is. But uh, (laughs) the guy that plays, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but Finn the Human from Adventure Time uh, plays Lance, the main character of this anime. Uh, of Voltron, and uh, he's so natural. He was always really natural in Adventure Time, and I think that's a big appeal for Adventure Time, is the way that he says things doesn't look like it's coming from a cartoon. It looks like it's coming from, like, real world. Just, like, he's always like, hey, bro. Uh, And just, like, really kind of normal. And he carries that on into this anime, and you don't hear Finn the human very much. You just hear, like, a really natural, weird voice acting that you don't usually see. Uh, not that it ever sounds like people are reading off scripts, but you can... I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just way more natural, and I love his voice acting right now. Okay. If, if you're talking about voice acting, like, I only know three names. Nolan okay. North, Troy Baker, Laura Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Vic Mignogna. And Vic Mignogna. Yeah, Vic yeah, Mignogna is the one I, I recognize. Four. I don't recognize like, anything else, because I don't... I don't know names very well. I've just I've been watching a lot of different animes, um, especially like Funimation type stuff. Watching Fairy Tale, I realized that uh, there are two characters from that that are in Sword Art Online. Um, I still haven't seen Sword Art. Yeah. Okay. Lucy plays um, Asuna in Sword Art Online, and then the really you haven't watched it. um, One of the villains, I'll put it that way, is uh, uh, what's his name? The pink-haired guy. Okay. Fairy Tale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the main character. Yeah, can't remember his name. Um, wow, my brain is totally on lockdown. I've been in E3 mode. No, what's that yeah. face? Someone knows it. It's a really easy name. I just can't think of it right now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really weird because he plays a bad guy in the other one and then sort of online. And so them interacting and being friends is so weird. But yeah. Man. Love it. Um, yeah, <sighs> Voltron. Watch Voltron. It's amazing it's it's yeah. great that, that's probably what i'll end up doing this weekend yep i have a lot of things on my netflix list right now and we'll get, in, get into it later with anime too but man and then i have also been geeking out about zelda i'm super stoked but i'll let joe <laughs> of course. all the e3 news and then i'll chime in probably around the zelda stuff because so i will too for crying out loud so what we're gonna do uh, we're gonna run over the eca- the the recaps for each okay. day, because we've got three days worth of content to go through here, uh, and we'll kind of read through some of the stuff from each of the different conferences, discuss it. Um, the this different is things the that crash are- course. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's just so much content that comes out in in these three days mm-hmm. that it's it's going to be hard to cohesively cover it all. So, we'll go ahead and start with day one with EA's press conference. Uh, straight out of the gate, I got super excited. Titanfall two. Titanfall two. Oh man. Yeah. So they they showed a single player trailer for that. They gave they gave it a release date that's coming down uh, in October, and uh, they, I think they also showed some new multiplayer footage. Um, they also announced that that's going to have like cut on top of the regular customization that we were always able to do before. You know, where you different loadouts and guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to be able to do like different paint jobs and stuff on your Titans this yeah. time around. They're okay, that's six, cool. Yeah, and six new Titans with new abilities. Um, and like I said, a story campaign, full-blown story campaign. This is not going to be an Xbox One exclusive this time around. It's coming out with the PlayStation 4 as well. Sweet. So um, that was kind of the deal with the original Titanfall, was that it, it was an Xbox One exclusive, but they broke away from that uh, for two, and everybody's going to get to play it. So Woo. I'm pretty awesome. jazzed for that. Um, the, the Twitch team with Geeks Under Grace... Um, Several members of it love Titanfall, even though we mm-hmm. don't all have it on the same platform. Um, so I expect Titanfall 2 to be a big hit as well. Um, we also got to look at Mass Effect Andromeda, kind of some of the different world building stuff, and, and, and a look at that. And oh man, Mass Effect's one of my favorite franchises of all time. And this looks gorgeous. I'm really excited for uh, to see more later down the line. Man. Definitely. Are you, 
part of me really wants to get into Mass Effect because, I mean, it's the same people who do who dra- do Dragon Age. It's basically the same as Dragon Age, except it's in sci-fi, not fantasy. But right. at the same time, I know I'm going to get pulled into it, and it'll take all my time away, so... <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's fair. I'll say this. I like Mass Effect more than Dragon Age. Isn't it? I it's also... It. Yeah, I think the gameplay is kind of different as well because it's more shooting. It is, it's- there's not magic. There's technology. You but got you yeah. got biotics and and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, pretty much. So much fun though, man. And and the storytelling <laughs> in those games is phenomenal. Ah, I love Mass Effect. <laughs> so I was really excited to see the Andromeda, the, the Andromeda footage. Mm-hmm. Um, they also kind of gave a little bit of stuff for Madden, but nobody cares about that here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Madden's got a large following. They have exclusive rights to the NFL, and they showed right off a now little heard bit. you and is crying into their football. <laughs> <laughs> I played football for over a decade, and I hate that franchise. I, mean, <laughs> I grew up playing football, and I hate that franchise. Um, now, seriously, they, they showed some footage of the franchise mode, and yeah. I, yeah, it is what it is. Um. <laughs> They also showed off a little bit of a story mode for FIFA, for FIFA 17. I know I think FIFA is like mode. the most popular game in the world, right? Like most yeah, popular sports game in the yeah. world. So, I know the story mode has to do with like spies and stuff, and like nothing to do with soccer. But like the gameplay is still soccer. But you yeah. get done with the game, and it's like you need to play for this team, so we can get undercover <laughs> to find out what's happening. Holy cow! Yeah, it's, okay, it's called the journey. The journey. <laughs> you play as a. Looks like a character named Hunter. Wow! So, <laughs> I'm I'm looking over the recap of the FIFA 17 journey mm-hmm. reveal, and it's got like 15 bullet points. So, for fans of FIFA, it looks like there's a lot in that story mode coming out. I want like The Last of Us to write the story for that game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You're talking about Neil Druckmann and and the yeah. folks that did Uncharted 4. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Amy Hennig and, and that team. Amy Hennig's working on a, on a Star Wars game. How about that? Okay. Well. <laughs> so the the lead writer behind Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. That's right. awesome. That's <laughs> interesting. I want to read the story for FIFA. EA also announced uh, an indie game called Fee. It's just F-E. So that it, the way that it's written actually makes me think of the chemical signature for iron. Okay. Yeah. Fairy. Oh, yeah. Uh, See, I hear feet, and I'm immediately turned off because of Skyward Sword. I know, that's what I think like, of. Yeah, I I'm knew like, that was uh... Your battery health is really low. Yeah, I know feet. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I guess you could pronounce it fair. <laughs> but, yeah. It, it's an indie game. It looks gorgeous. and uh, So I guess we'll get to see more on that later as well. Um, they also did a rundown on the Star Wars properties that they're working on right now. And, yes. of course, Battlefield 1 got some more footage. Uh, and then they, they showed a big 64-player, uh, 32-on-32 32 uh, gameplay mode of, of Battlefield 1. Battlefield 1 does look cool. I think they gave it a release date of about one week after Titanfall 2. Oh. As long as they could actually really play a multiplayer game, I'll think about it. Because it's so weird to me because, you know, Titanfall 2 is a first-person shooter. Right. Battlefield 1 is a first-person shooter. Yep. And I they're realize super different in, like, well, thoughts. Sure, I realize that. However, you're looking at probably EA's two lead games for, for this fall. That's true. And they're going to cannibalize one another's cells because I know a lot of people that like first-person shooters... And like both Titanfall and Battlefield, but they won't buy both. Right. I'm an idiot. I, I will, was but... really turned off of Battlefield. The last one they made, I think it was, when the PS4 came out. I yeah. tried getting into games and couldn't, and so I had to give the game back because I couldn't get into a multiplayer for the first few weeks. Wow. Yeah, that was Battlefield Hardline. Okay. No, it was the one before that, I think. Battlefield 4? Yeah. Really? Okay. That is a bummer. Huge issues with getting in. Yeah. Um, I think the World War One setting looks really cool, but if I have to pick between two, I'm going with Titanfall. That's just me. Um, 
And that, that kind of rounds out EA's press conference. Uh, Bethesda had their press conference the same day. They unveiled Quake Champions. So, kind of odd to see another Quake game after all these years. But I guess, you know, Bethesda's been reviving all these old franchises that it did with, like, Doom and, and um, Wolfenstein. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I guess it makes sense to see Quake come back in some sort of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Skyrim. Skyrim's <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> getting... A remaster remake for the current gen systems and I might get this. But I've never played it before. See, okay, uh, for, for folks like you, I totally understand. Like yeah, that, right. that that is a legitimate buy. And there are a lot of people that are really excited about it. Um from what I've heard, a big push for them doing it this way is because they're gonna bake in that uh mod support mm-hmm. that they've been talking about for Fallout. So that they can sell you mods. Um and it's, it's going to be really cool to see Skyrim running on that new hardware. Mm-hmm. But don't <laughs> tell me you're working on Elder Scrolls V when I beat that game five years ago. <laughs> right. Tell me you're, yeah. you're working on Elder Scrolls VI. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. For people who've already played it, like I feel like it's over. You need to let it die. I mean, it needs yeah. to Fusro die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still... Uh, <laughs> Technically, playing it, I haven't played it in a while, but it's not like I've beaten it yet. Um, but, like, I wanted to play through and then get mods and stuff. And it just seems like, you know, I can get all these mods. There's really no reason to get the new game at all, so. And that, that makes me question, like, what are they going to do on PC? There's just, nothing yeah. that they're going to do on PC. There's nothing they're going to do on PC. Like, it's like oh, we, we included better textures. No, you didn't. The mod community did that three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> PC's mod community crushes it for games like that. I don't know what what Bethesda's going to do there. Maybe I mean, we're talking, there's there's a there's a Macho Man Randy Savage dragon. Yeah, mod. there's a there's a Thomas the Train dragon, and there's oh gosh, I think you could ride on like My Little Ponies as well. They like replace all the horses. Um, man, I've seen so many awesome mods. I just want all of them, but I'm like, no, I have to play through vanilla first. And then yep. I can get all the HD mods, and then I can get all the weird dragon mods and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh. Um, okay, so we're going to try to pick this up. we got a lot of content to go through. I guess it's <laughs> oh, yeah. probably two or three hours to go through it if I keep this going through This is probably going to be a longer podcast. Like, so, we're still on day one. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're, we're about okay. halfway through day one right now. Um, so we'll hit some of the other big points. Fallout 4 and Doom are going to get VR support. Cool. Um, they've also announced some DLC for Doom. I mean, they sold a, a, a season pass for that thing, so they've got to have more content coming out. Right. Um, Prey is apparently still a thing. That was an Xbox 360 game that was plagued for a revamp, and I guess they're actually doing it. One that I'm super, super stoked about, Dishonored 2. Yeah. yeah. Dishonored 2 will be out this year. I'm pretty sure they said... Um, I need to and see Jacob game, Porter play that. That game looks incredible. Yeah. Jacob Porter is on our Twitch team, for those who don't know. And Gosh, I'm playing Dishonored. What do you think I've ever seen this hit play that game? <laughs> so, yeah, Dishonored, oh, the first game was great, so I'm really excited for the sequel. Um, kind of some other stuff off to the side there that got announced that first day. Um, Telltale is doing a Batman game. I think that had been previously established, but they okay. kind of showed the cast and some new screens for that. Um, yeah. Jade Raymond had, did an interview about the Star Wars schedule and stuff. Mafia 3 got a little bit more footage. Um, and they also announced that um, Titanfall 2's Maps and Modes DLC is going to be free for uh, ever. They're not going to charge for that sort of stuff. That's good. Um, moving on to day two, and day two is way bigger than day one. Oh my goodness. So this this was the big crusher. Let's start with the smaller conferences. Uh, Microsoft and Sony are going to be the big big hitters there. But Ubisoft had their own as well. Um, they announced a Watch Dogs movie. Or, or Rather that it's still going. I don't know. Wait, they're going to watch Dogs movie? Watch Dogs. Yeah, Watch Dogs movie. I want to see Assassin's Creed actually be okay before we get another movie. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I didn't even like Watch Dogs 1, the game, so... And they're making a second. And a movie? What are yeah, they doing? I think the second has potential. We'll see. 
I was going to say, they, they showed more of Watch Dogs 2. Um, so, there's that. You dump a lot of money into this movie. I can see it. Uh, it's, I mean, it's it's a modern-day version of the movie Hackers, right? Right. The Angelina Jolie movie. It's going to have to be some real, like... Dialing in on a payphone. Yeah. <laughs> um, For Honor got a cinematic trailer and a little bit of the single-player campaign. I was excited for For Honor last year when they showed that. That's the one that's uh, it's samurai versus Vikings versus medieval knights. Oh right. yeah! And that game looks super cool. I'm I'm beyond excited. I believe they announced that that would come out on Valentine's Day. So there's that, and and I'm I know what I'm doing Valentine's Day. That's gonna be fun. Um, Ubisoft showed Trials of the Blood Dragon. Um, Grow Home yeah. is getting a sequel called Grow Up, <laughs> which I think is kind of clever. That was one of their indie kind of driven games. Uh, yep. They showed a little bit more on the Division's uh, expansion stuff. Ghost Recon Wildlands is coming out March 2017. They showed some more on Ghost Recon Wildlands. Do you remember that one from last year? Okay, it kind of shows a big compound in the desert. You got a bunch of guys riding in on dirt bikes and stuff. It looks really cool, and the Tom Clancy games are up my alley. So, did you guys see the South Park trailer? No, no, I missed I, that. I am not like South Park is probably not the most Christian thing in the world. Um, <laughs> a lot of crude humor, but oh, yeah. this whole the name game, of that game. <laughs> I just read it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the fractured butthole. <laughs> no, 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 no! You got to read that differently. The fractured. But oh, W H O L E! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! The pun um, game is real. So the whole trailer for it is making fun of Marvel's uh, Phase One and Two. They're all trying to make superhero movies. Uh, it's huh. all just a parody on that. And like these one people leave, and they're like, "You're gonna be only. You're not even gonna make it past Phase One." DC Comics. And it's, <laughs> it's <just laughs> that might actually be funny. It looks great. I was showed by a friend yesterday. He was like, you have to watch this. I'm not a huge South Park fan, but it um, looks good. They also announced that on the... They, they have a thing called the Ubisoft Club, which I think you know EA has origin and that sort of thing. Um, but if you sign up for the Ubisoft Club, you can get Prince of Persia Sands of Time for free right now. And that, that's an old game. It came out on the PlayStation 2. Sands of Time is still one of my favorite games of all time. I think yeah. that game is great. Um, so, if you don't mind having another account with another big game publisher, then there you go. Oh. Um, Oculus Rift actually showed off some stuff. Um, Castle Storm from Zen Studios is going to come to the Oculus Rift. Um, Tripwire's uh, Killing Floor is going to come to the Oculus Rift, which I think will be crazy. That game looks nuts anyway. Um, that's That's kind of it for that. Also, so we'll go ahead and hit up the big ones now. We'll start with Microsoft, and then we'll do Sony's, because that's kind of how they play throughout the day. Yeah. Um, Microsoft announced that you can design your own controllers now, so like color schemes and all that sort of stuff with the buttons and the controller okay. itself. I think that's kind of neat. Crackdown 3 is no longer coming out this year. It got pushed back out of the year. Um, Sad. Indeed, definitely. ReCore... Um, which they showed last year. It's kind of, you know, the girl in the sand. She's got a, like a robot dog, and she pulls the, the battery out of it and puts it in another thing, which the core, she's kind of re-coring it. Um, that game is only going to be $40 when it comes out. I think that's a really interesting decision for them to make. I'm interested in that game. Um, and it's going to have cross-play and cross-buy with the Windows 10 versions of the games. Okay. So... It's going to have like a $180 collector's edition, and it's coming out in September. So that will be out this year, and for $40. Um, they go. They went ahead and showed a little bit on Project Scorpio, which I, I'm still torn on that. We've talked about that here in the past. Um, I, I just don't get the, the beefed-up hardware that, that people like. I may end up getting one, but... You know, all the folks that currently own Xbox Ones, right? they expect everybody to rebuy the newer hardware? I mean, I don't know. I still think they should allow you to turn yours in and then get the new one like they did with 3DS. 
they may end up doing some sort of program like that. That would be cool. That'd be nice. That'd be really nice, but not a money grab for them, so probably right. Yeah. <laughs> um, State of Decay 2 got announced. I know I, I watched Drew Kaler of Geeks Under Grace uh, stream State of Decay originally back in the day. I don't know. It got an announcement. Scalebound also uh, kind of got the same treatment as <coughs> pardon me, ReCore. It's, it's not going to be $40, but it's going to have the cross-buy and the cross-play. And I don't think it's coming out until 2017. But it looks really cool. They showed off some combat and stuff of that. Um, sea of Thieves had some footage shown with it. That's the one that Rare is working on, the pirate game. Yeah, that, that one looks fun. fun. Okay. Yeah, I think that one will be a neat one. That'll be fun. Yeah. That fun multiplayer game, I think. Yeah. Um, and they showed Frank West of Dead Rising fame is coming back for Dead Rising 4. Woo. Okay. Uh, if you're a fan of the Dead Rising question. games, yeah, I was going to say, if you're a fan of the Dead Rising <laughs> games, then you're getting another one of those. Um, <laughs> Tekken 7 is going to be out yeah. in 2017. And I'm not a, I used to be a big Tekken guy. Cody, it sounds like you are. I am. I love Tekken. <laughs> okay. Hey, who's Okay, I was going to ask who your favorite guy was. Hey, I'm, a, uh, I'm a Bayek fan. Okay. Is that his name? The, the, the guys that do the kickbox, like a lot of kicking? Quorang? I can't remember. I haven't played in a while. My last one, I didn't play Tekken 6, I played Tekken 5. Okay. Um, I would always play Jack, because Jack was overpowered. I'm really good <laughs> with the heavy, slow, like, gears. Okay. But I love big. playing as Eddie Gordo, where he's like... He's quick on his feet, and mm-hmm. it gets like super hectic. People stop playing. They're like, "Okay, I don't know what you're doing anymore." <laughs> <laughs> Who is the boxer? Cool. Fox. Boxer Fox. Name Star was Fox. Fox. Name was Fox. Star Fox was boxer. Was it Steve Fox? <laughs> it was Steve Fox, but he didn't have any kicks. His kick buttons were uh, um, dives. Steve Fox. Okay. He would actually like block. He would like move out of the way when people kicked him and stuff instead of kicking. It was really cool mechanics. That sounds like a Balrog, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah, Tekken Seven is gonna be great. I'm sure. We Happy Few was shown. Did you see anything about We oh, Happy Few? Oh my gosh, Few? I've been semi following that game since it was first like being created. Just like watching like youtubers play it because i'm like this is such a cool concept and like you know seeing updates come in come in and now they like showed the new trailer for this and it looks totally cool and different i'm really excited for that game it i'm not gonna really it. it looks crazy. scary yeah it's like yeah so i mean it's it's like in a just it's like a dystopia utopia it's, it's a thing. drug game yeah it's like people just take joy this drug that makes you happy and it makes you like get hallucinations and makes everyone just see all you know happy dory and like if you don't take it you become a downer and then it's like downs are illegal and it makes everything all bad and you're just trying to escape uh it's such a cool concept i like the concept it's it's gonna be a wild one and it's coming out uh at the end of july so that's just a month or two away like six to eight weeks away yeah that's the game is far down the road man Gosh, that's really fun to watch. I'm not gonna play it. I'm gonna watch it because it's too scary for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd freak out. Uh, they announced a digital Gwent card game as well. So that's the the uh, Witcher card game. They announced a standalone yeah. card game for that. That'd be cool. Um, I played Gwent the, like two times when I played Witcher. I still skip beat that game, but whatever. So they showed some more uh, Final Fantasy 15 gameplay footage on the Xbox One. My wife's um, super stoked. For 15. Final Fantasy. Dude, I got a coworker that's taking a day or two off work for the launch of that. He he got one of the <laughs> limited edition, like super expensive collector's editions okay. when they announced it. So oh, he is all about Final Fantasy. My wife is too. That's awesome. I'm I'm really <laughs> excited for 15. It looks like it's gonna be just off the wall bananas fun. Yeah. This is not my jam, but my oh, wife. we'll have one in the house. <laughs> nice. Uh, good. You'll be able to speak to it a little bit then. I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, they announced Forza Horizon 3, uh, and it's going to be in Australia. Okay. 
Uh, Gears of War's General Rom is going to be a new character on Killer Instinct. That's, I guess that makes sense, but that's a weird one. Um, but at the same time, they also showed off uh, Gears of War 4. It's getting a little bit of co-op campaign footage was revealed for that. Uh, and the cross-buy, cross uh, cross-play cross thing where they're going to have it for play anywhere and, and you know, saves carry over from PC to Xbox and vice versa. That's kicking off with Gears of War 4. Okay. So, cool. Uh, and then they also showed off the Xbox One Slim. Yeah. And, and a remastering <laughs> for Phantom Dust. Yay. Yeah, and that's... Gears of War 4 will be out on October 11th. So October, I think it's really curious. Of, of most of the stuff I've seen, all the big releases are coming out in October instead of November this year. Normally, you know, like the Call of Duties and that sort of stuff come out like the week before Black Friday. And it looks like everything's coming out in October for this for this uh, this year. Um, and then we'll move on to Sony. So... I actually got to sit down and watch Sony's uh, cast. I didn't get to see Microsoft's, so I had to read the recap a bit. But watching Sony's was a, a real interesting treat. Um, they unveiled a new God of War game. Yeah. And I actually I, I hate God of War. Me too. But I'm actually really intrigued <laughs> for this one. Yeah. I hate to even say that, but <laughs> he's got a son. He has a beard. He's got a beard, yeah. <laughs> He's taking him hunting, and, and it's kind of in a Norse mythology instead of the right. Greek mythology. The fact that he's got that his son, though, and he's teaching his son to hunt, you know, he, he feels more human to me. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He doesn't feel like a wanton kill. I mean, you know, he... Like a kill everything tantrum sort of thing. Yeah. You know, more I mean, like he, he does the rage thing in the trailer and, and takes down that troll... I mean, I guess that's his thing. So but, it, but. <laughs> but there's a little bit more element of, of the humanity back there. Right. Um, I, looking at the trailer, I could tell that the gameplay was hit triangle, hit square, <laughs> hit X. And yeah. I was... I, I, a lot of people don't seem to be seeing that. That's all I saw when I saw him fighting the troll. And I was yeah. like, it's still... I'm, I'm not a fan. I didn't... I'm not usually too bothered by content. Um, like, God of War got a little interesting. But uh, it, it's the gameplay for God of War for me. I really don't like the gameplay of God of War. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I, I don't like the content. The Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with a little violence, but I'm it is... It. The nudity bothers me. The nudity bothers me, and the fact that it's... I would say it is gore porn. I, I hate to even use those words because that is such a disgusting word to me. Mm -hmm. But really, that's that's what it was. I mean, you know, showing guys like slowly ripping them apart and tearing out eyeballs and all kinds of stuff. I mean, that's what it was. It is shame. <laughs> Mortal Kombat's not as violent to me yeah. as, as the gear as the God of War games. Okay, and that's that's really saying something. That I, definitely is. Yeah. So I'm hoping. That this is a little bit more toned down. Uh, they tend to go for spectacle with this stuff, so it probably won't be. But I'm hopeful. He's got a son, so maybe. Did, and he's using an axe in this one. Did you notice that? Uh-huh. So he, like, you know, instead of the chain blades, he, like, warps an axe back to his hand at one point. <laughs> I thought that was kind of neat. Poor kid. It's like, I'm really, really sorry for shooting you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your, your, your deer's getting away. Oh. Um. So Sony Bend, yeah. who's yeah. one of their lead, go ahead, Shelly. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say we got blast through Sony. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So Sony Bend unveiled um, Days Gone, which looks like a biker version of The Last of Us to me. Yeah. Uh, I know that that's one Damien was. Uh, Scott Ryder, the guy that covered the news for E3 for Geeks Under Grace, we've got uh, a bunch of links that we'll put in for his coverage on geeksundergrace.com. He covered all the big press conferences, and he wanted to be here today, but he couldn't. Um, so shout out to you, Damien. Sorry you couldn't make it, man. 
But yeah. he was super excited for Days Gone. Uh, the footage for it looked really interesting. The the set I, I, I really like. I I should probably watch it. I haven't seen it. It's it's a zombie game, but it actually felt kind of Daisy ish to me because you've got just basically floods of zombies climbing over one another to get to you. Ooh, really I see. crazy looking. Yeah, man. Uh, All right. One, some of the biggest news to me. Uh, the Last Guardian is coming out in October. Yes. I can't, I can't believe this thing is finally. Finally. How many years has this been in development slash canceled slash delayed? Like way too many. Yeah, oh, uh, it's been in development since two thousand seven. <laughs> so by the time it'll be gosh. just a shade under a decade by the time this comes out in October, <laughs> uh, and that's October twenty fifth. October is going to be the death of my wallet. I mean... Oh, yeah. Uh, there's so much coming out in October. Mm-hmm. Um, Detroit, Become Human. Did you see that one? Did you see that trailer at all? I'm no. not. Let me look at it. It felt very L.A. noir to me, but you okay. play as an, as an android, and you're making choices. you got like hostage situations, and every little decision that you make affects the situation that you're in. So you can, you know... Tell the guy that's holding the hostage, like, I have a gun, or hide the gun, don't tell him. Or, and oh, that trailer, okay. yeah, that trailer did a really good way of showing, like, you know, you've got one situation in a span of five minutes, 40 different things can happen, and they all affect how this is going to play out. It looks, um, it looks cool in the way that L.A. Noir was cool, maybe mm-hmm. even cooler to me. It kind of reminds me of, um, well, I guess if it's by the same people who made Heavy Rain. I was going to say it reminds me of Heavy Rain. It reminds me a little bit of, you yeah. know, yeah, Beyond kinda. Two Souls or whatever that game was. You know, making choices and seeing how they affect everything. Yeah. Those are always cool games. It I seems think. like the kind of game you're going to replay through situations on 15 or 20 different times. Yeah. Just to see all the different stuff. Um, Resident Evil 7 got announced. And they did that with a Sony VR thing. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely uninteresting to me. <laughs> I, I like the Resident Evil games, but I'm not. I refuse to put myself in a headset, in a virtual reality headset, in that world. Yeah, I don't like horror, and I won't play a horror game with a VR headset on. That sounds terrifying. Right. Horizon Zero Dawn got a release date, and they showed oh. some footage on it. Horizon Zero Dawn. I want it so bad, but I can't get it. <laughs> You're an amazing thing about not it. on PC. <laughs> it looks like the coolest thing since sliced bread. Oh, <laughs> I watched. I watched like the new thing that they showed. I'm just like, you could you could ride on the machines. You could make little traps. You could. Oh gosh, it looks blow so off cool. certain body parts and and harvest so them and cool. yeah. It's a big open world game, all kinds of craziness going on. Like, something I thought was really curious is the fact that, you know, you've got these mechanical animals walking around, these robotic animals, yeah. but there are organic creatures as well. You see rabbits and boars and that sort of stuff just roaming the environment as well. So, oh my gosh. That game Thanks. is, is number you, one. Sony. That is That is a very close top for game of the show for me. Mm. I think Horizon Zero Dawn's gonna gonna be incredible. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, they also showed off that uh, a bunch of stuff's coming to PlayStation VR. Uh, Star Wars, Batman, Final Batman Fantasy looks good. Batman looks cool, yeah. The VR version. That's, that's a curious okay. thing. I'm Batman. And then they're also doing uh, a shooter called Farpoint. It's going to be PlayStation VR, and uh, I don't. I, I remember them saying a date for it. Let me check. Um, but I think PlayStation VR is going to be out. Do you remember when the date for that was? October thirteenth in North America. Another oh, October release. October, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. On top of all the other chaos that's hitting in October, PlayStation VR, and it, they released the price point for that's going to be three hundred ninety nine dollars. So it's more expensive than a PlayStation Four is, but a PlayStation Four is required for it. Gosh. No joke. RIP no joke. to your wallet. October, yeah. <laughs> as you said, it's just oh, 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got to see a little bit of the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, and that was like, that was actually quite curious to me. Um, I, I hate that they get me hyped up for a Call of Duty every year because it just looks so cool. Uh, you know, flying <laughs> through space in, in yeah. fighter jets and mm -hmm. zipping around through wreckage, you know, with, with booster packs on. Looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, well, I know a lot of people. Been. That's what I yeah, keep yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's funny how people keep comparing like Battlefield with Call of Duty because they're just, you know, they're both supposed to be first person shooters, and Battle Battlefield One uh, is all going, you know, back in time, and this one's going way forward in time. So really, they're very different, and I think they both actually look really cool. But yeah, it'll just be yeah. I think the weirdest thing that I saw during the entire press conference, though, was was uh, Kojima Productions' new new game with Norman Reedus called yeah. Death Stranding. Um, something I hadn't noticed. I, I listened to a, a breakdown after the fact, and if you look at Norman Reedus's character, you know he's there. There's a there's a child, a, a newborn baby, laying on the sand beside him with an umbilical cord still attached. Um, if you look, his stomach has very clearly been cut open. And somebody pointed out that they had a C-section to remove that child from Norman Reedus. Huh. Wah. Okay. So, who knows what Kojima's cooking, man? It's, it's going to be really artistic uh, and weird. It's, it yeah. looks very strange. I mean, you know, you got the, the handprints kind of going all over the place on him with oil or something, paint or... Mm -hmm. Very weird-looking game. But that's kind of up Kojima's alley. And, uh... I'm, if nothing else, I'm curious to see what that becomes. Yeah. Uh, and and that kind of takes it for day two. Wait, we got to uh, talk about... Spider what did I miss? We need to talk about Spider-Man, and we need to talk about Crash Bandicoot. Ah, uh, good call, good call. So go ahead and take those. Okay. Also, we can't forget uh, Crash Bandicoot is getting a... Um, they're building, rebuilding it from the ground up the first three games, I think. That's what they said, yeah. And then they had some stupid Skylander thing that I didn't care about. That's what we showed footage oh. for. Um, yeah. Sorry if you're a Skylander fan. It's just I don't have that kind of money. It's <laughs> You can create your own characters in that Skylanders game, and they were showing that Crash yeah. is going to be one of the characters. I was really disappointed that was that was the footage we saw instead of the Crash Bandicoot, because I want to see that world completely rebuilt. Mm -hmm. um, would be really cool. Yeah. Um, Plus, I'm really hoping they don't make Crash look the way that they've been making him lately. He's got a really goofy look to him. He does. Uh, well, they messed up Spyro, so I wouldn't be surprised if they messed up Crash. I'm really hoping they kind of reimagine what Crash Bandicoot looks like looking at the originals again and rebuilding from there. Um, so, so I'm sure they're beautiful games. Let me tell you, they, they got all this started, and LJ's going to know exactly where this came from. Uncharted 4. They put you in a level of, of the original Crash Bandicoot, and that's kind of got a lot of people's hype re-rolling okay. the games. Um, cool. And so, yeah, it's, that kind of got them started off, I think, going back down this road of, of revisiting Crash. I think it's cool that they're redoing this. Um, yeah. The rebuilding has me interested. And then, another game coming out for the Sony, that, um, or PS4, that I'm super stoked about, and I didn't think I would be. Like, I saw a bunch of people talk about Spider-Man's uh, new video game. And I'm like, okay, another Spider-Man game. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I heard the Spider-Man games have been good in the past, but they've never looked nearly as gorgeous as this game does. Yeah. Gosh, it's I want like to so bad. I want to play next that game. level. <laughs> I was amazed. It looks so cool. Um, and I think also I heard that Marvel's going to start making more games like that with like you know different superheroes and stuff, which also makes me really excited because I mean, there's there's a lot of Spider-Man games. Right. There's really not a lot of games for like any like the other Avengers or anything like that. I mean, there's there's just like those Avengers games like online that are kind Iron of Man. I feel like it'd be really easy to make a game for right now. And there was a Hulk game for the GameCube that I loved, but it wasn't very pretty. Um, <laughs> making yeah. stuff look like it does now with Hulk would be really fun. Yeah, I just think it would be a really good idea, you know, with all these movies coming out, and you know, even if they're not connected to the movies themselves, right? Um, I would rather them having, not connected, but yeah, yeah, because it doesn't look like the Spider-Man's connected at all. Like he has a new suit, he has a new, you know, everything, which is mm -hmm. great. 
Um, but to just get excited to look at, you know, each individual superhero themselves and be like, wow, yeah. look at what this character can do. Like, this is so cool. and makes you excited yeah, to see the movies. Details. And, yeah, I think it would be really smart for them. So, um, And then LJ pointed out that's going to be exclusively for Sony. It's being developed by Insomniac Games. I did not realize that was a PS4 exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, angers me. Man, I want to get a PS4 now <laughs> because there's there's horizon zero dawn and there's freaking spider-man oh gosh so part of me says you should wait for a playstation 4.5 slash neo right. but as lj also pointed out very very good call lj they did not mention anything about the neo during their press conference yeah so oh, yeah. who knows maybe that's something they're saving for the tokyo game show or i don't know but they didn't mention it at e3 so it's not in their plans currently as far as we know Okay. Um, and then finally, we'll go to the day three recap. And I could be mistaken, but day three was only Nintendo, right? Like that was their Treehouse Live. Was anything else yeah. on day three? Uh, not really. Some Kingdom Hearts stuff. Some other there things. Some little things that I think they already there. talked about. Yeah. So let's go ahead and, and start talking about. Uh, I think all of us probably watched a little bit of Nintendo's Treehouse Live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you guys want to go ahead and take that away? Like, you start. You, you guys are more the Nintendo folks than me. Zelda! I know, you, I know you're obsessed with Zelda, even though I am too, so I can cover the Pokemon part, and you can cover the Zelda I part. I didn't watch Pokemon, so that so works bad. perfectly. All right. <laughs> I actually didn't watch all of Pokemon. I just heard random news. I've heard, you know, a couple of new releases for, like, you know, Pokemon. You know, you have your standard Pidgey out. You have your standard, uh, you know... Uh, Rattata. Yeah, Rattata. Because you always have to have those. Um, so now those have been released. Um, they look like you have, you know, with the two new legendaries, they have, like, modes or whatever, like the sun mode and right. moon mode. Moon. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember the official name for it, but it's, like, a special mode that gets them all powerful, you know, channels the sun, channels the moon. The whatever. Battle Royale looks oh. fun. Yes, it the like Battle Royale. mode, right? Yeah, it's so you could have like four like just fighting against each other, which I feel like is going to be very disorganized and like maybe not that great, but you know maybe it'll be fun. Um, you could just I'm sort of fight yeah. whoever you want. Um, so there's that. You could definitely customize your character, which is really nice uh, because I'm tired of just them giving you a character to be. You should make your own. So it looks like they're doing that. Um, I don't even really remember anything else. The most curious thing about watching that to me, I watched maybe 20 minutes of that footage, yeah. was the fact that now, like, it's not just two Pokemon standing against one another fighting. It shows yeah. the trainers. So you can see how big the Pokemon is in comparison to its trainer. Yeah, that's true. Right. I didn't think about that's that. nice. Yeah. So that makes me wonder, like, are we going to get one where it's like the trainer is... You know, the size of an <laughs> ant, and we have a Pokemon that's 60 feet tall or something? I mean... So I'm going to get away a lord, and let's test this out. How big <laughs> is a Blastoise? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Blastoise so is only a few feet. It's like maybe five or six feet tall, I think. I think, okay. yeah. And Charizard is tinier than everyone thinks. It's very small. Yeah. Um, okay. I think uh, there's also this other Pokemon that was released, like a Psychic type, I think. I, I don't know. It, it looks weird. But that's there's another Pokemon. Okay. Okay. Um, also, what I found interesting is I realized that like the Sun Legendary is weak to Fire moves, and the Moon Legendary is weak to Dark moves. I feel like that's <laughs> kind of ironic, but uh, it doesn't really matter <laughs> that much. I mean, because it's Steel and Psychic, and a Ghost yeah. and Psychic. So, yeah, they failed. <laughs> they failed a little bit there, but whatever. Uh, I think that's kind of it for Pokemon. All the rest of it was Zelda. I, I want Shaman and Zelda, but I'll let you take this. Stage. As it should be. This is so hyped, this game. I am... Okay. Uh, map, 12 times the size Holy of crap. Twilight Princess's map. Holy crap. <laughs> wow. Holy crap. Twilight Princess's map was a big map. It was, yeah. That's cool. That's good to see. Oh, gosh. Uh, for those like, guys I know... Any footage. Go ahead, Jelly. Sorry, I was saying I know how when they first were talking about, like, when they first released that, you know, footage of, I think, at E3 last year, 
of, you know, Zelda, you know, they just called Zelda Wii U. They're like, anywhere you can look at all those little mountain silhouettes in the background, you could go there. I thought they were kidding. I don't think they're kidding. <laughs> no. I think you could go so, there. You can, you can rock climb. So when they say you can go to that mountain and climb it, they literally mean you yeah. can just... Um, Straight up a rock face. When I was watching it, you know, they tried to make it clear how it's like, yeah, we want, like, lots of horizontal exploration, but we also want lots of vertical um, exploration. That's why you can climb up these mountains, climb up these structures. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. <sighs> it's it's beautiful. For those guys who didn't see the trailer, um, think Skyrim with Zelda graphics. You're looking at Skyward Sword art style really closely. Um, yeah. It's like Skyward Sword a little bit... Um, well, prettier, I'd say. Yeah, definitely know. more detailed than Skyward Sword, <laughs> but kind of that same cartoony, but not too cartoony art style. Um, and it's the like Wind Waker HD, but like a little bit uh, less cartoony, I'd say. It's it's not as cartoony as Wind Waker by any means. Yeah, but it's yes. like kind of the same sort of like HD, HD-ified look. Yeah. So yeah. Look, the the coolest thing to the, of that entire game, watching all of the footage was seeing Link in a knight suit of armor. So you're telling me that I can acquire new suits of armor across... Yeah. I like that sort of thing. Like, oh, I, I found and equipped this sort of thing, and it actually changes the way I look. I'm not required to do a red, blue, and green tunic. Right. Yeah, and I saw, at least when I was watching the live Treehouse, the, he just didn't have a shirt on. Just no <laughs> shirt. Like, don't need, don't need no armor. It's fine. <laughs> huh. Yeah, so... I keep bringing up Skyrim, and the reason for that is the exploration, obviously, is a big one. There are four main dungeons, but there are over a hundred mini-dungeons. Lots uh, of secrets. And you will be able to get through a dungeon um, five different ways, probably. Um, if you don't have a certain item, you can go a different way to get in, um, get through which, it, which is really cool. I really like that, because some a problem I've had with pretty much all Legends of the games are how you can only go into a dungeon once you unlock a certain item, and then in right. that dungeon, you use the item to get through it, and then you never use that item ever again. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like a bow and arrow or something. So but that's That sounds like you're fixing that. Oh, um, you can sneak around, which reminds me a lot of Skyrim. There's a lot of, like, there's hunting, and that's crazy. I've never seen wildlife in a Zelda game ever. That wasn't something that you killed because it was trying to kill you. I did not realize there was... I didn't see the hunting mechanics. It is in uh, the trailer for the game itself. You go and you put down a deer. I know you can cook. You can cook steak. You're cooking. It it reminds me a lot of Skyrim on the field level. When you're out on the field exploring. Very much kind of a Skyrim RPG feel to it. And then you get into the dungeons, and when they're playing in the dungeons, it's a Zelda game. Um, it's going to be massive. It's going to be such a big deal. I really think it's going to change the way we look at Zelda. LJ says that loot drops are also a thing, so that's cool. Loot um, drops? Oh my goodness! I'm so excited. And you could change <laughs> your hairstyles? You could change your... Can I give Link a man bun? Like, I already know he gets the ponytail. I was saying, he's got the ponytail going bun. on. <laughs> we were trying to figure out if he was a boy or a girl because everyone kept saying that Link was going to be a girl. And then he goes swimming and he took his shirt off. And my wife was like, like "Well, I hope definitely he's a not male." A... <laughs> um, um, he just has that little ponytail. A couple of the things that stood out to me. I only got to watch a little bit of the footage. The different bombs that you can get. So, like, yeah. At one point, the the girl that was playing on the Streamhouse Live, she sorry, woman, <laughs> she threw a bomb down a hill, a circular, uh, an orb shaped bomb. And it actually rolled with the contour of the hill uh, and missed the goblin camp she was aiming for. But <laughs> I thought it was really curious because later down the line, she she changed up the shape of the bomb and said, no, I want a, cubic, a cubicle bomb. So she set, basically set the box down so it wouldn't roll down the hill. Right. And then well. set it where she wanted it and triggered it. It looked like there were four or five different kinds of bombs. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Um the and, items, you know, right? You can slide with a shield, Shelly was talking yeah, about. Yeah, right oh, yeah. Hill, I was mention that. You can sled down a mountain, like a snowy mountain on your shield, but you also have, like, the little paraglider that I think mm-hmm. you can just, you know, anytime you're off of a cliff, I think you could just right. activate it and just sort of glide around, um, which I think, uh, it's, I, sorry, I can't even talk. I'm just so excited for this game. <laughs> this is why Nintendo stays around. 
Like, we have given it so much crap the last, like, few months because Nintendo screws up and screws up, but they're like, but guys. Okay, but guys, look at this. (laughs) We're like, okay, we're children again. Here's here's (laughs) my question, though. I don't mean this to try to pour water on the cat or anything like that, but... (laughs) (laughs) Are are we super excited for something that has existed in Elder Scrolls games for, you know, 10, 15 years? Like, are, are we giving Nintendo a pass? That's my curious, my, my question. I would say no. Granted, yeah, uh, the exploration is really nice, and I'm really excited that they're finally doing this, and it should have come sooner. But the reason that I'm excited, more excited about this than I am Skyrim is the dungeons and the puzzleness of it all. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like Zelda for the exploration. I think it's going to make it a brand new game, and it's going to be really cool. I don't enjoy Zelda because of the field running. It's all about the dungeons and the puzzle making. Um, yeah. Stuff you wouldn't get in a Skyrim or an Inquisition, at least not to the level that Zelda does. Yeah, and, and I think. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. Of all the of all the Nintendo franchises, Zelda is hands down my favorite. Definitely. Yeah. That's uh, what keeps me buying their consoles is Zelda specifically. I could live without Mario Bros. and Smash Bros. and uh, Donkey Kong, but I like I'm a huge huge fan of Zelda. Yes. Of time. Um, and I think I think they're just doing a really good job. Like even through like the trailers, like they have all these new things, obviously, but they're staying true to their franchise. They're staying true to the lore. They're staying true to like what Zelda is originally about, which is why they still have the dungeons. And like I remember even back, like I think how like in Ocarina Time they wanted you to kind of explore as well, but I mean like you couldn't much because there wasn't much there. They just couldn't put more in. So now they're finally doing that and. I don't know, like, I love how they're putting in the lore as well, because at least through what I was looking at, a lot of it looks like it's tied to the Sheikah tribe, which is really cool, because, you know, that's always been a thing in Legend of Zelda, but it's like, oh, Sheik from the Sheikah tribe, or, you know, Impa, Impa is our name? From the Sheikah tribe. Um, And, like, people always talk about it and, you know, mention these things, and you see the little eye everywhere, and you're like, oh, that's cool, but you (laughs) never really, like, look into it, and this one looks like it's much more centered around that. Which I'm super excited for. If um, this was just a Skyrim clone with namely pasted link on it, I would be much less excited. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This so, looks entirely new, though, so it's good. That's kind of every. That, that's those are all the major hitters from the press conferences. Um, of everything that was shown, what are you guys most excited about? It sounds like Nintendo's probably your guys. I'm Zelda. Zelda, okay. yeah, for sure. And I mean, I'm, I'm excited for Pokemon, but not nearly as much as I am for Zelda. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Zelda, but I'm also super excited for both Mass Effect Andromeda and Titanfall 2. So, yeah, um, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of of all of the press conferences, what were your favorite? Which was your favorite press conference? I mean, looking, but you know, sites tend to rate different press conferences based on, you know, based on the, on their showing. Um, Sony was the most visually pleasing to me. Like, it was really artistic. Damien felt like felt like Sony had the strongest showing of any show ever. And while I might not go that far with it, I think Sony's was definitely probably the strongest overall show mm-hmm. um, during E3 this year. I think EA was a big one for me, too. I, I really liked what EA had to show. Yeah. So... All right. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for our coverage for E3 2016. Um, Be sure you head over to the website and check out all of uh, Damien's hard work that he put out covering E3 for us on geeksundergrace.com. He covered all of the major shows over there as well. And uh, like I said, we'll, we'll get him on the show at some point. But like Joe said, that is all of the E3 coverage. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, If you want more podcasts, we have more of it, but this was so long. We decided we're going to cut this up into two parts. So you don't have to listen to part two, but if you want to listen to everything on the movie news, anime news, all of that good stuff, make sure you click on episode you two. You definitely should. Um, we'll be really sad if we make this and then you guys don't listen to it. <laughs> but um, I totally understand if you don't want to listen to an hour and a half of uh, content. So that said, Joe, where can they find you at? Make sure you check me out uh, on Twitter at RighteousFuryG and at Joe Knows Games. Uh, Joe Knows Games is my personal 
Righteous Fury G is for my Twitch channel. And, uh, yeah, what about you, Shelly? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can find me on Twitch at shellshock24 that I will hopefully be reviving this summer, but we'll see. Woot woot! Now that I have time. You can find me at Cody Armor on Twitter, uh, youtube.com slash armorcody on YouTube. Keep praying, keep gaming, and God bless. God bless. Peace. Here part two! Please.